0: Thank you for tuning in knob to Katie K9 on FM My Talk, My Talk 107. Uh, if you want to have the pass, oh tito. What happened to me during break <laughs> but anyway uh if you want to catch out my podcast you can go to my show page at mytalk1071.com and then also you can remember we all shows are streamed live all over the world and uh so uh we appreciate it and then also too gives a give a heads up uh uh whatever your your facebook your instagram things that i'm i'm i'm, I'm just facebook and email but Anyway, please uh, help me out and let people know that I have my time has changed from four to six. That I am now on noon to two. I greatly appreciate that. All right. Whoopsies, there we go. Okay, where who were high heels originally invented for? Hmm. Clowns, men, nurses, dwarfs.
1: I'm gonna say nurses.
0: I picked clowns. Okay. And we are both wrong. Ooh, <laughs> okay. Believe it or not, it's men. Oh. And the history of high heels can be traced back to the Persian men in the 10th century who wore heels while, uh, this is what's funny, who, who wore heels while while on horseback mm. so their feet would fit in the stirrups better. Okay, isn't that something? It is something because you know I'm a horseback rider. So. You know, and, uh, the cowboy heel or the the, uh, the cowboy boots. There's mm-hmm. a walking heel and there's a riding heel. Sure, I like the riding heel by best anyway. With the looks of it and the feel of it. But anyway, and it is you know so that your foot you know stays in the stirrup and doesn't slide through the stirrup. So. Got it. But that's really weird. I hope it Gloria is. And Julia are listening to that. <laughs> Look at that. They're high heels that they wear all the time. <laughs> there you go. righty then. Okay, who's up?
1: Uh, we're going to be chatting with Emily, and she has a new puppy, and she's wondering if you uh, have some resources for her as far as uh, puppy and kennel training before she can get into obedience training with, All with right. the new pup.
2: So good. Hi, Emily. Hi, Katie. How are you?
0: Good, good. So you're a new mommy. What are you do mommy too?
2: Um, A four-month-old mini sheep doodle. Okay. And I'm going to sign her up for obedience classes. I don't know how soon I'll be able to get in. Um, but I'm wondering if you can recommend a website or a specific YouTube video about kennel and potty training in the meantime.
0: Okay, well, I help you right now? First of sure. all, first of all, you want to get the plastic kennel, not the all wire type. Uh, yes, all wire, what I have. Good, because that's uh, more feels more denny to the dog, and they a little bit more. And then at, at this young age, you want it in your bedroom. And so, yeah. and then, um, cause that's part of the bonding and they are getting used to your smells and your sound. And then now let's say uh, the pup goes to bed about nine, 10, he'll probably wake up one, two, and then five, six. And let's say he wakes up between one, two. Okay. Take him out. Don't talk to him. Don't pet him. Don't do anything. Just shuffle out, put him down, go potty, go potty, or get busy, get busy. When he goes, just call me, say, thank you. Pick him up and then put him back to bed again. All right? No plain, yeah. no touchy, no nothings, all right? And now you're going to feed him in the kennel uh, periodically throughout the day. You're going to throw like a treat in there or a toy and go, kennel, real happy. And then sometimes you close the door behind him, sometimes you don't. You want him to get used to being going in there and being happy. Always leave the door open so he has the option to go in and out. Take makeup, like maybe an old t-shirt or sweatshirt or something with your scent heavy on it and put it in there because then now that's going to help comfort him, your smell, your scent. All right, and then the In big the, thing. Go ahead.
2: Sorry, do I totally ignore the the hours long of barking?
0: Okay, no. As far as um, uh, how long have you had him
2: since Friday?
0: Okay, yeah. now put the kennel next to your bed, and then when he starts to whine, if you, I mean if it's not time to go outside, just tap the kennel and say Ah, quiet. Ah, ah quiet. All right. And so then um, he'll get better at it. Now And now when you put him in the kennel during the day, this is where some people get two kennels, one for the bedroom and one for, you know, like to put in the house. And so then like, let's say the ones in the kitchen. Okay. So then you're going to go buy it through a, a treat in there and a small one, not any huge one, just a small or a toy and say, kennel. And when he goes in there and just say, Oh, very nice. Sometimes shut the door and then maybe go to get a drink of water and then maybe come back or go to the potty and then come back. as long as he's being quiet, then you can open the door but don't say anything just walk on by all right and okay. but uh, even if you're mad at him because he just chewed up something or did a piddle or something don't ever say get your kennel bad dog that's when it becomes a punishment crate anytime you're going to use it good or bad it's always kennel and if he uh and then when, it, when he goes in there and you shut the kennel and if it's something that he did bad you can cuss and swear as you walk away from the kennel Okay. But the whole okay. thing is, is that, uh, start out with a little here, a little there. And then, uh, so that he has, and pretty soon he should be able to, uh, he'll be more comfortable with it, take a nap. And a, a tired puppy is a crabby, mouthy, jumpy puppy. And so at his stage, okay. he needs a lot of naps. All right. And so that's yeah. what you want to do is use that kennel for the good. But if you start feeding him in it, Okay, then he that's a pleasing thing to go in there for. And then, uh, like I say, a, a toy here and there. Uh, you want to put him in there, if possible, at least two, three times a day, other than, you know, at night or when you leave, all right? Okay. So he gets used to the separation instead of always being by you. You don't want to cause separation anxiety. And that's yeah. caused by dogs that are following uh, owners from room to room. They have the insecurity. Yeah. If they're not by or touching you, then what happens <laughs> is that they get themselves all in their knickers in a knot. All right. And then okay. if he is barking, you could take like a hair mister, plant mister, set it on stream. As he's barking he, in the kennel, you could deepen your voice, ah, blast him in the face with the water, and then say quiet. Ah, 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 okay. quiet. As soon as we... I may
2: have misspoke. She's four months old, not four weeks. Okay. Okay.
0: Yeah, no, that's still, they're still the same. Okay. So, okay. Okay. And so then, um, but that's the whole thing is to, uh, you know, to teach her what. Quiet means it means we ne- we don't want to hear anything. So the first five six times is ah blast quiet, and then when she quiets, thank you. Okay, then uh, after the first six times um, of doing it, when you had to use it, you know, type thing, then um, you're gonna go ah, ah, ah quiet. And if she doesn't, then now you blast and say quiet. You want the dog to learn to listen to the word and understand the meaning of the word. Okay. Gotcha. And so, and so anyway, so that it'll get better and better with that. And then on the first thing in the morning, you always, should get a piddle and a doo-doo. The main times that at a four month old will go is right when they wake up in the morning, right when they wake up from a nap, right after they get done playing. And then 10, 15 minutes after they get done eating or or eating or drinking. All right. That's the main potty times. Too many people take the dogs out too, for uh, uh, too often. And so the dog doesn't learn bladder control. All right? right, and so that's why you know, like uh, uh, I had one gal that set her alarm was getting up every hour, and it's like, are you serious? <laughs> no, and that was during the night too. <laughs> wow. Yes, yeah, like wow. no, 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 you don't want to do that because then you set yourself up for because they're not learning bladder control. Okay. Yeah. So anyways, yeah. and so yeah, so now that that, that that's the main thing with the kennel, and then um, now potty training, you're gonna take her out to the spot, and then on like a fifteen foot lead, okay, and then stand still. And then calmly in a chant, go, go potty, go potty, or get busy, get busy. When the dog goes, you call me, go, thank you, very good potty. Thank you, good busy. Just stay calm and steady. Maximum time outside for a Minnesota dog is two minutes. Because you don't want the dog to learn to go out there and be a putzer. And then when it's 40 below, that dog is le- used to be in putsy before he has to right. go. You want him to get out there, get the business done, and come right back into the house. Never, ever go and play or go for a walk from when they're going potty. No, they have to come inside first. And then you go, that was very nice. Okay, now you want to go play? You want to go for a walk? You're going to go for that. All right? Okay. And then if you come across an accident in the house, you can't do anything about it. That was your fault because you weren't paying attention. Usually the yeah. the usually the first, uh, uh, when you first start in potty training, don't give the dog freedom in the house. They're either on a leash with, with right. you or they're in their kennel. All right? Has the dog ever potted in their kennel?
2: No. Good. Do you believe it or not? Was, I actually only tried it. <coughs> excuse me. Um, Friday night, and she barked for a solid hour. Yep. And it's like, okay, this is new. This is new. I'll give you a leeway.
0: Okay. Now, um, was she in the kennel in your bedroom? Yep, right okay. next to my bed. Okay, good. Then just tap the kennel. Tap tap the top of it. Ah, Quiet. Get that growl in there. Most dogs or puppies are no to death. The only time you're going to hear me say the word no is no bite. Otherwise, if the dog is being no, ah, 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 or hey, You deepen your okay. voice. You slow it down. Okay, and so you tap the kennel, ah, quiet, and what he does, just call me. go, thank you, all right, and it'll, it'll get Sounds better, because usually the first, when you first bring a pup home, the first three nights are hell, the first week is, yeah. getting, now it's starting to get better, and then at the end of two weeks, all is right with the world, okay?
2: Well, and last night went well as far as, she only woke up once to go outside. Nice. The first night, it was only two. Okay. So... Yeah, yep. that's gotten better, but it's the kennel part. Yep, but no, you just to gotta, yep, you just gotta hang
0: in there, okay? And just start out, yeah. you know, baby, baby steps. You know, and then all of a sudden she's in there for ten minutes, and all of a sudden she's in there for a half hour, and before you know it, she's taking naps. It'll, it'll, it'll happen. And like I say, put your shirt yeah. in there with your smell on it, so that will help, you know, comfort her or a towel or something. All right? Yeah.
2: Okay. Yes, well, thank you so much. You bet. So, yeah,
0: give me a holler because when the dog, my puppy classes for dogs are 12 weeks to four and a half months. And then when they okay. get over four and a half months, then it's a beginner one. Okay. 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 Or you can do a private at any time. So,
2: okay. Okay. I'll look it up. You thank betcha. You. Take care, Have kiddo. A good day. You bet. Bye bye.
0: Yeah, potty training. Oh, we got, we're late, of course. That would be me. Okay. Where am I at here? Okay. What? Rapper studied ballet and played the role of the mouse king in the nutcracker. I hate that. I hate nutcrackers. They scare the crap out of me. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, man, I think they're... Oh. <laughs> but anyway, Snoop Dogg. I'm not sure how to say that. Is it Tupac? Tupac. Tupac? Yep.
1: Shakur? Shakur, yep. Tupac's okay. Shakur.
0: Little Little Wayne? Yep. Or E-M-I-N-E-M? M-I-N-E-M? E M I N E M.
1: Okay. Or M M? Is that, is that is what that it, is? it is? I think it's M M. Oh, yep.
0: Why didn't they just put an M and an M? They
1: should just put an M and an M. Yeah, I yeah, g- yeah. I agree. Okay, there we
0: go. Okay, we'll be back. <laughs> All righty, we're back. Thank you for listening to the Katie nine Show. You're nooner every Sunday. So make sure you spread the word because I'm getting some emails. People, Where did you go? I didn't go anywhere. I got to change it. Like I said, I got to check the website and make sure that they changed it on that. FM107, my talk1071.com. com. right. What rapper studied ballet and played the role of Mouse King in the Nutcracker? Okay. Was it? Whoopsies. Okay. We established that. That is Eminem. Yes. Okay. Snoop Dogg, Tuba, Tupac. 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 Uh, Little Wayne or Eminem? What are you thinking? I think it's Tupac. Ding, ding, ding. Yes. At the Baltimore School of Arts, Tupac uh, studied acting, poetry, jazz, and ballet. He even played the role of the Mouse King in a school production of The Nutcracker.
1: And we did just have a caller say you made her entire weekend by uh, trying to pronounce those different rappers.
0: Yeah. <laughs> said that was hilarious. And she
1: agrees, though, it should just be M and M instead of M and M. So you're not alone in that thought.
0: Good. Good. <laughs> that makes me so happy. Thank you, everybody, for listening, to And then hanging in there. And They're probably yelling at the radio. It's. M. I don't know. So I'm, like I said, I don't get it. Uh, but anyway, I'm not... I'm not word suave. Um, when I wrote, I wrote a potty training book. Okay. And a simple cooking book. And the poor, uh, yeah, uh, her name is Jean Cook and uh, Dave Farr, her husband. Uh, they, uh, Dave did the book, you know, as far as illustrations and, and like getting the book put together and stuff like that. And poor Jean had it behind me. And she says, you know, you write just like you talk. <laughs> <laughs> she says, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's refreshing. Yeah. But it's in journalism, they wanna slap you silly. Sure. <laughs> and so Jean was so kind to not to not edit me out. Okay. You know, whereas she made me look sound a little bit better, mm-hmm. but she didn't edit me out. She kept, you know, a little yes, yeah, so I was so proud yeah, Jean is and she just lost her dad, so did I if oh. you're listening, Jean, I'm so sorry for your loss. Okay, who's up?
1: Uh, next up we've got Alex and she's got questions about some behavior issues after a breakup.
0: Oh, all right. Hi, Alex. Hey there, Katie. Okay, so what kind of dog? Okay, a little background. He is a six-year-old
3: pug. Okay. Um, I suspect he has got um, some beagle in him from those good old puggle days of breeding because he's incredibly slender and he's a lot more um, energetic than my previous pug. Okay. Um, He's my first boy dog, and some people have a theory on that one. Anyhow, point is, got him at eight weeks old with my boyfriend, and... um, We broke up after six years here in May. All right. Oh, bummer. Yay! It happens. Yes, (laughs) Life (laughs)
0: happens. Anyhow, we both
3: love the dog, and Mm -hmm. so I have a second question after the behavior thing. Okay. Um, I live on the ground floor of a condo with a busy courtyard. Okay. And he never used to bark at the door, Mm -hmm. at the window, sit there and at people passing by. Mm -hmm. And ever since the boyfriend moved out... He's picked up that behavior. Mm-hmm. Any suggestions?
0: Yeah. My guess is what's happening is that, you know, the pack has changed and he feels you need help taking care. He needs to protect you. So he's yeah. going to be more aware mm-hmm. of his surroundings. All right. So yeah. What you need to do is do more mental work with him. So you drain his brain. So he's too tired to react. And then also he's going to look to you and say, you know, maybe you have your poop in a group. All right, so maybe I don't need to help you, <laughs> and so by doing like brain games, brain teasers, uh, obedience. The, obviously, if he starts to bark, ah, ah ah ah, quiet. You know, and whether you use a, a hair mister filled with water set on stream, and then ah blast, quiet. Thank you, and then redirect. Okay, let's uh, name the dog's toys, or his pinky dog. Let's find some pinky dog. You ah. know, so get him going on other things instead of just you know being aware of what's going, more aware of what's going on outside. Okay.
3: Okay. Well, I'm a little nervous about that because I'm a teacher returning to school, so he's gotten a ton of exercise and a yeah, ton of Yeah, but see, exercise is not training. what he needs.
0: When dogs okay. are being barkers and being reactive, they need more brain stuff. They don't need exercise. They need to think about more things. Why do people read books before they go to bed? You're thinking of the plot and the, and, the, and the words, and pretty soon you're down to one eye, and before you know it, it's morning. And you haven't moved. Yeah. He, so it's not the body that doesn't need exercise. No, that just builds an athlete, all right? What he needs to do is you've got to drain his brain. You've got to get him thinking. And it's not hours. you got five minutes working on a brain teaser. you got uh, another minute or two while you're having a cup of coffee, name a toy. Uh, and so the whole thing is by input, input, it's going to make your relationship with him stronger because he has to look to you for direction because now he just got you. All right. And so then he, when he feels that you are, you know, you're building more respect and trust between him and you by, by asking him to learn things. And so, and with that comes where security that you, uh, um, he's, he's confident that you are okay and that he doesn't have to always be rising to the occasion.
3: Okay, because he's well-behaved and, like, he's very proud. He doesn't extend the leash. He walks alongside. So nice, nice, yeah, yep,
0: very nice. But see, Those that's what... For but, a pug, he's pretty good. Excellent, excellent. But that's what we just need. we got to drain the brain. A lot of dogs are having separation anxiety. It's not the walks that you they need. They need interaction. They need to think, hold a thought, focus, and learn things. And then the more they start learning, the less anxieties they have because they're building more confidence. And then now, like I said, somebody's missing from the pack. Okay, now we got to figure out what, between just the two of you, how much confidence here? How much confidence does he have in you as far as does he have to help you out?
4: Okay.
3: Now, the second question might be for a different kind of professional rather than you. Okay. <laughs> but, um, so the breakup was um, end of May, so June, July, August. Um, the ex has been having once-a-week visitations with him. Okay. Um, it worked for me and the ex. You know, there's no emotional things going on right, there. Right, right, I've had people tell me that it's um, not healthy for the dog, that it's like ripping the Band-Aid off for him over and over again. What's your
0: opinion? See, it depends on the personality of the dog. Okay. Mm-hmm. And so if you got a dog that's kind of like happy go lucky, uh, not a leader in any way, shape or form, but mm-hmm. it's just kind of like Mr. or Miss Congeniality. They're just that's happy for that, yeah, mm-hmm. to have anybody come through the door. That kind of personality usually can deal with that back and forth. i would say it'd be just like if you had to bring your dog to daycare once a week, okay? Or mm-hmm. you, or somebody a pet a setter would come in, you know what I mean, or somebody would come in and then after a while there'd be a relationship. Oh, you know what I mean? That person would come and that person would come and take me for a walk. And then the relationship, and so the the dog would be able to handle that. And so that's the same thing with, um, with your ex is that by him having visitation once a week, it should, if the, if the personality, you know, like I say, is the happy go lucky mister doesn't have a, you know, a snarky bone in his body, but if they are a bully pushy kind that sometimes can be detrimental as far as, uh, you know, like, um, uh, uh, push-me-pull-you, you know, type thing. Exactly. Yep, so anyway, but yeah, no, they, I don't see anything because like I said, he sure, you, you know, if you would have a, a walker or somebody come in once a week, they would be building a relationship. and just like, you uh, know, the, the X rebuilt a relationship, but the dog can deal with it. But by you doing more interaction with the dog is going to help you be more, prof- you know, your relationship be a lot better, okay? That's
3: such a great... um Point regarding the walker, I think people are more worried about my ex than they are the doctor. Oh, yeah, there you go, there you go. Um, okay, you want to hold? Then the, yeah, the can other positive is that he doesn't have any like depression or more aggression Good. or anything like nope. that after the
0: ex leaves. So that's perfect. We then. can continue with that routine? Yep, you got it. All right, okay, kiddo, take care, bye bye. All right, take care. We'll be back. Don't touch that dial. Yo, there we go. Okay, since I didn't get uh, a dad joke before or silly jokes.
2: <laughs> sure.
0: Uh, before, so here it is. You ready? Ready. Let's tone her down, tune her down. Okay, you ready, Hope? Yes. What happened to the wooden car with the wooden wheels and a wooden engine? It didn't start.
1: <laughs> Close. Um. <laughs> I have no clue.
0: It wouldn't go. Wouldn't go. Hmm. So you hope yes. you look at that. There you go. Was that was on the right track. <laughs> yes, you were. You're excellent. It's you so close, but yet so far. No. Right. So it's just like close is uh, close is uh, only. Uh, is, how did that? How does that saying go? Only
1: in, close hangry, is only good in horseshoes and hand grenades. Yeah, there you, there you go. go.
0: Yep. I couldn't remember what the <laughs> is only good. Yeah. Okay. Who's up?
1: Uh, we've got Karen. She's got some questions about uh, immune issues and some uh, possible lim- liver supplements for oh,
0: you. Liver supplements. Say that three times real fast. All right. Hi, Karen. Hi. Hi. Do you get a lot of stuff about your name because of the Karen thing that's around? Don't be a Karen. Do you get a lot? Does anybody do, yeah do that sometimes
4: do I'll just use my middle name. Ah. Kind of avoid it all, but.
0: I was thinking about that the other day. It's just kind of like, God, I feel sorry for those people. You know, that you, know, yeah. you just want to curl your eyes and just look at. Don't you say it. Don't you say it. <laughs> okay. What can I do for you?
4: So, I've, ta- I've called you before. Um, I have a, well, she'll be 10 in January. Um, she is a Terrier Schnauzer Mix, a rescue. Mm-hmm. She has IMP, immune, medi- immune mediated penia. Okay. I've, ta- I've talked to you before about mm-hmm. it. Mm-hmm. She's doing really good. Her platelet counts are well into like the 200,000s. Everything is going good. Okay. Uh, we do CBCs about every six months just to make sure. Um, that her counts are all good. Okay. but we are starting to notice again, uh, we did another one and her liver panel seems to be up again and it was last year now it's even elevated a little bit more okay um, We are gonna do we do yearly ultrasounds on her liver just to check mm-hmm. and we do have one coming up here in about two weeks. Mm-hmm. Um and I wanted to talk to you about uh there's a supplement called uh Denamarin I don't know if I'm pronouncing it correctly. Okay. Um if you know anything about that no. um or what you've heard about that and also too maybe talk to you about bone broth okay. I heard that there's a lot of benefits.
0: Yeah bone broth Um, is good for humans yeah bone broth and and humans you know and obviously if you can make it yourself then you know exactly what's in it (laughs) but uh you know you can yeah you can do do the bone broth is really good you know the kombucha that uh, nutrisource has just come out with that's got you know the prebiotics postbiotics and such like that and that's bone broth so you might want to check that out but obviously a a bone said there's different ways of making bone broth you know there's a lot of people that'll put all the veggies in it and stuff like that and you know make cook it with it too so that is what you got to look at what what are you to do because uh there's some people that put it in those instapot, pot you know and cook it way down real fast and don't do the slow part you know what i mean like it's cooked right. for a day or whatever or in a crock pot and so yeah you just got to look into that what is the most beneficial way to to a, to a good bone broth all right you know one thing that um geez i wish we would have called when dr jess was here maybe you might want to talk to her because standard process is one of the best supplements out there when you read the ingredients I think you're talking to a, a voodoo doctor Okay I swallowed so wrong, okay, but anyway, and so now, with Mike Gilligan with his heart, congestive heart failure, then the meds that he's uh-huh. on you we would worried about you know kidney and liver, and so i've got Jesse got me on some stuff for him, and by jiminy we we bumped him up with this last go around we bump we doubled everything that I was giving him, and when I brought him to the vet last week the uh, dr Morgan <coughs> Dr. Morgan comes in and goes. She hadn't made the blood work. She says, that's not Gilligan's blood work. So <laughs> right. She looked, she's like, holy buckets, you know. And so what all I did different was I, I doubled all the standard process stuff that I had. That's what Dr. Jess told me to do. And his stats okay. are, are really, really good. So I would talk to her about the liver, what in standard process, if it would be the uh support. Um, I don't know, or uh, but yeah. So the the but I would I would email her and just say you know um uh you can go to holistic dash vet dash care dot com. Okay. Because I'm not that familiar with it. You know, I'm a pretty good deal on kidneys because I've had to deal with it so much with uh, a lot many dogs, <clears throat> but the liver is a different animal. But the liver also is it can regenerate itself with the right things. You know what I mean? You can you can really help the liver. You know, you can get down like even humans. You get down to just a smidgen of your liver and still be alive,
1: <laughs> right? You know, and
0: you can get it to like regrow itself, all right And so that's why, like I said, there's so many. But I would look into that standard process. Maybe go online. I think it's standardprocess.com. You can't buy it from there, but you can look at their products and see if they have a specific liver one. But by talking okay. to Doctor Jess, you know, you might be able. If feel will say, you know, well, double what they tell you. you, you know, but you're gonna give her the stats of what you what you got, you know, what are you wor- what are you working with right now all right? You okay. know, if you got a blood panel or whatever type thing so she can uh, and that's about it because that's the neat thing about the whole uh, you know the uh, natural stuff is that you know you can't od them uh you know like a drugs and so it, it, it's only beneficial it's not going to help or you know, hurt them and so um uh, that that like i said that's what i would try for that is what i would do
4: yeah d- I did do a little research with a, uh, I think it's called Denimara, and people were just um, kind of in the same condition, same situation, I should say, different um, conditions with their pets, but okay. they couldn't believe when they would back. I mean, it's a supplement, but this one is Nutramax. Oh, okay. um, she does take a probiotic mm-hmm. and a joint chew mm-hmm. um, and some omega 3s by them too, and she does really good with that brand. Okay. People couldn't believe when they brought their pets back um, how the the blood counts are so much better. Oh, wow. And my vet does carry it. Ooh. Um, I just, my vet can at the clinic. Okay. But we wanted to wait until the ultrasound just to kind of see... She wanted to get a good view of the of the liver to kind of check, and then kind of we could discuss it, and kind of go from there to see if we wanted to do that or not. Okay. Before starting around it, before because the liver panel I think is like or the ultrasound for the livers in about two weeks. Okay. Okay. So I've got a little bit of time here, but and okay. so what do you think about you? Do think the bone broth is good then? Oh, definitely. Watching, I want one with no sodium in it. I know that.
0: Right. Right. Um, um, but yeah, but there's so many different ways to make bone broth. Whether you can choose to make it yourself or buy it okay okay and so like i say you can check it into the kombucha you know that uh neutral Nut- source made you know it comes in different flavors but that's another thing too so when you're uh so d- check in and ingredients and such like that and see what your thoughts are with that otherwise like i say you okay. can make your own um and then um uh, and i know there's a lot of both because my husband had that farm accident last september that uh you know he broke his uh leg in seven places with a compound oh, no. fracture. And so, and being that he's, you know, not exactly a spring chicken. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I asked, uh, I asked uh, uh, some homeopathic. And I said, what about bone broth? They said, excellent. Because that will really definitely help. There's so much benefits between not just the bone, but just for your organs, just the overall repair. They said, do it. Right. And so, and so I, I, I had him sucking down that bone broth left and right. <laughs> he was getting really tired of it too. But anyway, but so that's what, there's so many benefits to it. So that, yeah, definitely. You, you can't go wrong. You
4: can do it, too. I mean, they said, you know, you could add it, say, with kibble or kibble. You could freeze it. Yep. yep. And give it as a treat. Yep. Yep. Um, yep. Okay. Yeah. I just want to get I mean, I take your time so much. Oh, wow. Thank you. Well, you, good luck. Keep
0: me posted, okay? Thank you. Okay. you bounce it out. Take care. Bye-bye. She was bouncing. All of a sudden, I'm like, okay, where'd you go? There you go. Gosh. I, I, there's, you know, I go sit and talk to people, like, out in my gazebo, open a beer. And uh and th- uh, there's many times I'll talk, everything's just fine, and then there's t- I'm talking to somebody and they're either bouncing or my line just goes, nah, and then I got to redial. Uh, it's just the universe. Sometimes I just don't know where these. Wa- I think the the waves are just too busy. <laughs> that some of the times those because I just have a landline and everybody knows that I just have a landline, and so anyway, it is crazy. Uh Let's see now. Uh, remember what we talked about in the first hour about standing on the leash. When people come over at the door, you're facing east and west. Company's coming in north and south. Before you open that door, you put a leash on the dog, and then you stand on the leash. If they're, too, if they're really the waff after, just stand on the leash. Remember, uh, don't pin them to the ground. You want to stand on the leash that when the dog is standing, his head is dipped a little bit. And so then if he lunges, lurches out at your company, he's going to correct himself immediately, all right? And then your goal is that your dog will sit next to you on a loose lead and watch your company come in. Now, remember, your company is not to look at the dog, touch the dog, or knowledge in any shape or form. So then they go past you, and then you tell them to sit in the kitchen, the deck. Start using the deck, guys. You remember? Uh, Somebody just said, what, um, eight more or ten more weeks to possible snow? I'm like, what? (laughs) But to be honest with you, I like snow because Mm -hmm. then I don't have a lawn to mow flowers to water i i'm on vacation i have half the work <laughs> so that's why i like that myself but anyway and so then and so anytime your dog gets jumpy jumpy let him drag a leash around the house uh, so that if he looks like he's gonna uh, jump remember no dog can just jump their shoulders dip before they fly so as soon as you see that little slight dip go ah Thank you, or stand on the leash so that he can't jump. You always want to, dump, but don't hold the leash in your hand like you're outside talking to the neighbors or whatever, and the dog is lunging and lurching at you you know like, "Hi, pat me, pat me to stop, step, and just ignore and Pretty soon the dog is sitting next to you, and pretty soon they're laying and you're talking to your to your neighbors or your friends without having the dog uh jerk your shoulders out of the socket. All right. okay, well, why don't we take a break, and then we will uh, take the call that just came in. Okay, when's the best time to go to the dentist? Okay. When's the best time to go to the dentist? We'll be back. That is so cool. I'm, they must have hired a new person. <laughs> I've been here 20 years, and this is the first time in these last couple of weeks. I'd say last month. I've actually liked the bumper music. I'm just kind of like, well, look at Or either I'm getting mature or deaf. I'm not sure. <laughs> okay, when's the best time to go to the dentist?
1: I'm gonna pass this one off because Holly, I believe or excuse me, Hope I believe has got it right.
0: I think I'm gonna say two thirty. Ding ding ding. There ding, it
1: ding. is. <laughs> she said that Look I'm like, that's back. perfect. Yes. Actually it is
0: tooth and then hurt oh, eat. Her- tooth. tooth hurt hmm. So isn't it cute? I thought that was kinda of cute. <laughs> that's but awesome uh, play on words. So, well look at you, hope. There you go. You've been hanging around me too long. I know, right? You're getting, right? You're getting the beat. Finally, getting it. You're getting the beat. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's a good thing. And and Mike, Mike, Bowl, oh, well, you were. You got a lot of them. the The last time, last yeah, week, they're good. just not
1: coming to me this time around. Yeah, that's okay. okay.
0: A lot in your mind, you know. You're soloing it. You can't yes. adjust, you know. So it's it's crazy. Now you're good. I gather you're gonna be working a lot with the fair here.
1: Uh yeah, we'll we be that as well. Yep. Okay. So I'll be back here for you next week. I believe. Oh,
0: good, good, good. Now, folks, remember next uh, Sunday and the Sunday after, going to be at the great Get Minnesota Get Together at the Minnesota State Fair, Love it. doing the show live. All the talent here, all the hosts, all the producers get to stay here. <laughs> while we eat our way through the state fair. <laughs> the only thing that I, okay, my corn dog or prana pup?
1: Uh, for me, I would go, uh, I mean, I'm probably just a I, I, corner dog, I think. Yeah. Corn dog? That might be the Midwest. and I don't know. Prana pup? Yeah. I'm corn or dog. pup. Yeah. Which one? Corn dog. I'm oh, saying okay, corn dog. Yeah. That. Okay.
0: Yes, I'm a corn dog person. Me too. Pronto pups tastes like it's got a pancake around the hot dog. I agree. I I'm agree. not. I can't get so into heavy. it. So So yeah, I got to have at least two corn dogs, and then okay. that's my dinner. There you go. And then, um, uh, of course, Tom Thumb donuts. Although I don't need it because yesterday to stopped out suicide. Yeah. There was a truck there at Tom Thumb. Or, oh, you know. Nice. And Thank so you. it's like you know, okay, I'm done. I don't need it anymore of that. Um, one thing that's really cool, it's a. Uh, like a Belgian waffle on a stick dipped in fudge.
1: Wow. That is
0: very tasty. There's no way it could be bad. <laughs> I mean. Oh, that. Yeah, I love wa- Belgian waffles. I love them. But anyway, so yeah, that's about my mainstay. And then I got to get that, what they call the real lemonade. Oh, yes. You type thing, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that. And then uh, a gyro. Yep. And then the meatball sandwich is up on the machinery hill there. I can't remember what its name is. But anyway, so the, I would, was there what I... I, the first I remember the first year they were there and they had the no reason why I went to get it because there was nobody in line. <laughs> okay, so it's like oh hey I can get something real quick. <laughs> and anyway, and oh the sandwich is so good. It's like a meatball sandwich, you know. Oh, just excellent. Now he's he's kicking some serious butt. That's awesome. So anyway, so make sure that you guys come out and see me at the state fair next year. Next year, no, this let's start with this year first. <laughs> and with any luck, canvasback uh, dot com, uh, Brooks and maybe William and I don't know, God, I can't remember other name. Uh, they might show. Up too. I said, well, if you're going to be at the State Fair, please stop by during my show and we'll put you on there. Sure. So hopefully either, you know, Brooks Williams, somebody will uh, will show up from canvasback.com who is new to the show. And you've got to check their products out. You know what's so neat? I don't know about you, but I'm kind of a messy person, you know, what I eat in the car that, yeah. and, and so, you know, I got cloth seats, mm-hmm. I tried many, you know, but this, the, the, it's unique backing, it, it's, it's got like, it's either PVC, what is it, PVC pipe or PCV pipe? Right? PVC pipe. PVC. Yep. Okay. It, uh, it, but, yeah. Okay. Yeah, but it's really thin. OK, and so no matter what you spill on, it rolls off and oh, just okay. sits there until you dab it off. Got it. And so I'm like, I love Genius. my seat. Mm-hmm. I lo- and of course, I've had it over a week. Of course, I haven't spilt once. <laughs> Prior to that, I was, yes, <laughs> but anyway, so OK, who's up?
1: Uh, we got Jennifer uh, calling in. She's got a cat that is uh, getting into some of the house plants and uh, getting a little sick. So we'll go oh, to Jennifer now.
5: There we go. Hi, Jennifer. Hi, Katie. OK, what's going on? Yeah, so I have a cat We've had her about a year. She's five. Okay. Um, we're, I think, probably her at least fourth home. Okay. I think just, I, but, but I think it's important because I think she has an issue with food. Okay. Um, and she, when we got her from someone who, she didn't get along with her elderly cat, so she passed her on to us. Okay. And we really love her, but um, she is very pukey. <laughs> okay. She throws up a lot. She has a lot of hairballs. She'll throw up her food okay. a lot. Okay. Yeah. Um, we have her on a digestive care brand no. food from the vet. Is it dry? Um, and that seems to be okay, um, but she probably two three times a week she throws yeah. up. Okay. She now- also eats plants, so she's destroyed a few of our house plants. All right. Um as well. And if she goes outside she eats grass. Okay, yep. Yeah. It tells so her. So I'm just wondering what we do with her. Her gut system
0: is upside down and sideways. Number one, no dry food whatsoever. You're yep, go- nope. She's only on the wet food. Okay, the grain free canned. Grain free. It has to be grain free. Nutrisource okay. have got like, you know, six one that don't have chicken in. Some dogs build a chicken, uh, some dogs, some cats uh, build up a chicken allergy because unfortunately in the cat industry, everything is chicken and now oh, they're finally yes, coming it out. Have
5: chicken
0: in it. Yeah, so you're, so you're trying. So that's why Nutrisource have got seven that are six that don't have chicken in. So then I would rotate into some of that. Uh, she needs a probiotic. And the thing is, is with cats, it's really hard to get what they need in them because they're very, I'm trying right now to get, yeah, with my cats to give them a supplement and two of them are fine. And my Sally, oh, she's driving me up nuts. But anyway, so it's really, but she, they need her gut is in uh, upside down and that's why she's, uh, throwing up. Okay. Uh, puking a lot. And then if you haven't been doing grain free, it has to be grain free. It can't be any other fillers in there. All right. Uh, if you have any raw hamburger, give her a pinch. Okay, you're cutting up chicken. Give her some raw some some raw chicken. At first, they may, she may look at you like, huh? But when they when they're eating grass like that, same with dogs, that's kind of nature's bobismo. And if they throw up after they get done eating that tell, or eating the grass, that tells you their stomach is upset. If they don't throw up after, that tells you that they need more greens in their diet. If they eat the grass, whether it's a dog or cat, and then you know they don't throw up. Okay, a lot of people. Uh, Grow grass in the house for their cats. Now, the plants things, what you want to cats don't like the citrus smell. So people that put either oranges, like, around their, their plants, um, oranges seems to be the best. And some use limes smell. The cats have a tendency to avoid them. OK, um, and then uh, let's see. But the the thing is, is that her stomach is really upside down and sideways. Be throwing up like that. And, and, and I bless the vets. I love the vets. OK, but they don't know about good nutrition. They want to diagnose and prescribe and prescribe and, and give prescription diets instead of like, OK, we need to get more, you know, uh, uh, uh enzymes into the gut system so it can break down the food correctly and they can absorb it correctly all right okay okay and so now um uh like i said so if you could get a pro if you go to vitalplanet.com they have really good cat you know supplements all right and so what you want to do is take a peach and mix it in with their food first of all get her eating uh, you know a decent food now what food have you been feeding
5: um it's a prescription food from the vet It's so a wet food it's a canned food okay yeah um i don't remember, i don't remember the um brand yeah, of it but okay. we, we pick it up at the vet
0: yeah and it's very very expensive okay so what it you very expensive. yes and so what we you like want... her a lot yeah so well we yeah but so now uh, you know i'm not a vet i just have been in the industry for a long time and seen a lot and so the thing is is that if you would rotate her into the nutrisource line uh, you know go read the label you want the grain free and do the ones with no chicken all right. And then what you're going to do is that, uh, you know, go get a can of each and then, or, and then find out which one she likes. You know, put it aside, put like a half a teaspoon or a teaspoon next to what you're feeding right now. Okay. Cause some cats take change really hard. Mm-hmm. So then, if she eats that, because you're going to find out, hopefully, she's a cat that will eat whatever's put in front of her. But if she doesn't like a particular one where she really, you know, puts her nose up on it, then what you want to do is save that label so you remind not to get that particular okay. one. Okay? okay. And so, like I say, you want to try to do some beef, uh, some lamb, uh, some uh, salmon every so often. Okay. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of the other quail. They got a country one that's really good. The turkey liver is really good. Okay. And so that's what I would do. I would rotate her into those, all right? Okay. And then and like,
5: what was that what was that website you said about the probiotics?
0: Uh Vitalplanet.com. Vitalplanet dot Okay. okay and so anyway but they, they put like whispers you know in the food but you got to mix it in really good but get her over uh, off the regular stuff or the stuff you're feeding now and into the Nutrisource line all right and then once she's eating that comfortably I think that you're going to see a huge difference and then like I say by adding more stuff to her thing and then uh, now when she ate the grass when she throws up has she thrown up the grass
5: yes Okay, it's, it's like almost immediate. Okay, so yeah. Okay, so her, her stomach, outside, yeah, her just throws it up outside. Yeah, her
0: stomach is yeah. really upside down and sideways. Yeah, okay, so what I want you to do is that in a couple of days here, uh, give me a call up at Katie's Canines and let me know. Uh, how things are going. All right. Okay. And then, uh, because like I said, I really feel that by changing the diet, you, you, are going to take care of this, everything, the grass, the throw up and have a healthier cat. And then what you also want to do is if you've got extra virgin coconut oil to take and put like a whisper on a paw and let her uh, eat it off. That takes any inflammation out of her gut and it's great for her coat. Don't give her more than like maybe not, not quite a, like a half a teaspoon, less than a half a teaspoon uh, at one time. Okay. Once a day. Okay, well, I got to get going. Give okay, me a call. If you, get, you betcha. Take care. Folks, thank, thank you. Remember, next week I'm going to be uh, at the State Fair, so please stop out noon to 2. And, Mike, you did an awesome job. Thank and, you Hope, much. as usual, it's always good to see you. So you guys have a wonderful week. And, like I say, let the gatherings begin at the Minnesota State Fair. Take care, guys.